Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Of course, we're talking about the Rays in the World Series and the Bucks after a great win last week. We'll be right back to get the show started. The number here is 877-448-7901 or sports at power901.com. We'll be right back. And now, Tree Heroes of Florida is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Their tireless effort should never go unnoticed. This salute is from Tree Heroes of Florida, backed by years of tree service experience. For tree trimming, removal, stump grinding, and more, trust the name we trust, Tree Heroes of Florida. Call today and ask about their troop and veteran discounts. 727-307-9220. That's 727-307-9220. That's Tree Heroes of Florida. They're professionals. Who care? Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Hope everyone had a great week. Looking forward to a great game three tonight as the Rays and the Dodgers square off. After losing the first game eight to three, we came back and we won the second one six to four. It was great to see Brandon Lau's bat come alive, two home runs. I believe that tonight's game is probably going to be the, uh, the one of the most pivotal games in this whole series. I really think that for as deep as the Dodgers are, uh, their bullpens rested, their top relievers are rested. We had a day off, both teams, which was well needed after going for so many consecutive days. Um, with the lineup that the Dodgers have, we really need another great performance from Charlie Morton similar to what he did last week in the final game against the Yankees. We're going to have to ride him. He's a veteran that has been in big games before, and more times than not, he's come out on the right side of those games. Um, I really think, like I said, tonight's game against the Dodgers is going to be very pivotal, pivotal in this series. I'm not sure if we can rebound going down a game or two to the Dodgers. We need to be... Uh, at least one game up here, I believe. It makes a huge difference when you have uh, Lowe and uh, some other players on this team, their bats starting to come alive. Uh, even though you have a great pitcher tonight on the other side with Walker Bueller, uh, his ERA is just as low as um, just as low as Morton's in the playoffs. I think that Morton has the edge with the pitching. Dodgers are very deep, obviously, but it makes a huge difference to other teams when they don't have to try to pitch around, maybe. Um, Rosa Zeka or some other players on our team, when you have everyone going like we have right now, it really makes a difference. So, Lore had a great game last game, game two. He two home runs like we talked about, and it really propelled the team um, to get that very, very important Game two victory to tie it up. I think that looking at this game tonight, um, we need to find a way to get to their bullpen sooner rather than later. Uh, we need to really, you know, Morton needs to give us a good game, six, seven innings if possible. Uh, I think it's, it's possible to keep it low scoring, at least in the first several innings. Again, the bats that the Dodgers have are very scary, but, um, you know, even when we won six to four, the Dodgers made a game of it at the end. I do believe that our pitching staff 
is, I think it's as good, if not better, than the Dodgers. What we have really prided ourselves on this whole playoff series, not just against the Dodgers, but also against the Yankees, against the Astros, is our pitching and defense. That's what's really carried us so far this year. I think that now we really need to do two things. Let the bats let the bats out there start getting more hits, be a little bit more aggressive on the base pads. We can't wait, you know, maybe tomorrow, whatever, get going. No, we have to do it right now. It was a good sign in game two that our bats came alive. That, and we also have to get Nick Anderson going. Um, you know, he was one of the most dependable pitchers all year long for um, the Rays, but in the postseason, he's been off, and we really need to get him back um back into the swing of things. He's a little bit of a, a slump, but we need him these next uh, four games here. So I look forward to him. And of course, when you have Brandon Lau and you have Joey Wendell, when they're not helpless in the lineup like they were for the, you know, some of the playoff games this year, the last series, the first game here, you know, you don't have to pitch around players like I talked about, um, you know, Meadows and Diaz. They've hit some hard balls, but at people right now, I'm looking forward to some of those balls actually finding the, the field. Same thing with Manuel Margot. Uh, he's really turned into a star for us. And, um, you know, you can look at it and say, well, it should be a low-scoring game with these two pitching aces going at it. I really think it's going to be low-scoring in the beginning of the game and then uh, towards the middle and later on in the game, there's going to be some hits and some runs and um, – you know, I think it's going to be a, uh, a pretty high-scoring game when you get done with everything. So I like the fact that they had a day off yesterday. They were able to rest a little bit. I think that it helps both teams, actually, after been playing for so many games. A very anticipated game tonight. They were playing tomorrow and Sunday as well. So, uh, you know, I'll, and I'll say this, too. It's even more important to win this game tonight because most likely tomorrow the Rays will go with their pitching rotation of uh, multiple relievers to start the game and and go through the innings that way. So that might be a little bit difficult uh, to count on that game. That's why we need to really count on Charlie Morton tonight and the bats coming alive. So I would love to hear your comments on that. Who do you think has been the star of the first two games for us? Do you think it was Clayton Kershaw, the Dodgers, on their side? Uh, I would say he has been so far. How about for us? I know you know it wasn't Azarenka in the first uh, game or two, but I think possibly right now, if you look at everyone, it's next man up. And Charlie Morton has that chance to be that next guy today. Of course, Lau's in the running with the game that he had uh, two nights ago. So it should be very interesting. Again, email sports at power901.com or call at 877-448-7901. Let me know what your take is on the game and we'll read it here on the air. We'll be right back to get the show continued on Power 90.1. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-943-2195. 800-943-2195. That's 800-943-2195. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Of course, the Rays aren't the only team that's playing well right now. Um, how about the Buccaneers last week? 38-10 to 10 over the Green Bay Packers. The Packers had been undefeated at 4-0. Uh, the Bucs came into the game at 3-2. and two. I know we talked about the importance of us uh, winning that game and, and going to 4-2 and two and having the edge possibly at the end of the season with uh, some head-to-head matchups. Well, we got off to a slow start. It was 10 nothing in the first quarter. Um, but then we seemed to stick to the game plan and scored 28 points in the second quarter to take the 28-10 halftime lead. And then we scored 10 more. I think our defense, after that first quarter, when they made some adjustments, played tremendously. Uh, like I said in the last couple weeks' shows, our defense is getting better each week. And it's showing on the field. When you take a team like Green Bay with um, you know some of the stars that they have with uh, Jamal Williams, uh, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, of course, Aaron Rodgers behind the center, uh, you're looking at some talent there. And we just dismantled them. So that was a great win for the Bucks last week. Again, that puts us at 4-2. and two. We're in first place in the uh, NFC South. Uh, we have the... Uh, Raiders this week, that game has been changed. It was it was going to be the Sunday night football game, but it was changed to the 4 o'clock game. Um, I guess there was an issue with some Raiders uh, testing positive for COVID, and they had to shut down their facility. Uh, practices were pretty much done online this, this week, and um, so they were hadn't been able to get out there on the field, and there was a uh, a thought process that perhaps the game would be postponed and and made up at a different time. However, the game is going to go on on Sunday, but it was pushed from that eight o'clock Sunday night game to make sure that they had a game on Sunday night till four o'clock. Um, you know, and ironically, it works out good because the Tampa Bay Rays will be playing Sunday night. So from a, a sports view for locally as fans down here, we don't want to have to not be able to watch one or the other because they're both on at the same time. So if you look at the game, when we when we played the, the Packers, Brady, I mean, he didn't have a spectacular game, only threw for 166 yards, but he had zero interceptions. He did not get sacked. So his offensive line played totally different than they did on the previous Thursday night game. 
uh, when you saw a lot of things out of sync in that game, but not so much with Green Bay. So they did a lot of um, the 10 days they had off, really be able to work together and straighten some things out, showed up on the field. Ronald Jones uh, rushed for 113 yards, and two touchdowns. He had a heck of a game. Uh, we're going to have uh, Fournette healthy coming back to the game this weekend. So between those two, between Jones and Fournette, we're going to really be able to get the other team's defense worn down and tired by the third and fourth quarter if um, if we execute properly and, and get up in the game so that we're able to just run the ball. It was good to see Rob Gronkowski have a, the best game he's had in a, in a Bucks uniform. Five receptions, 78 yards. He also had a touchdown. It was nice to see the play from Brady to Gronkowski like the old days. And uh, he really looked good. You also, um, Tyler Johnson had a touchdown. Um, Chris Godwin had five receptions for 48 yards. Evans was limited a little bit. Um, but I think that if you look at the whole scheme of things, the offense is really starting to come together. Like we said, it would take a, a, little, a little while, a couple weeks, uh, especially without the preseason games, to get acclimated to everything. But it sure looked last weekend as though that process has accelerated and, um, you know, we're ready for the game this week. I think that if you look at the, the quarterback for the Raiders, Carr, I think he's in for a long day. Um, coupled with the uh, offensive line having some issues there with the, with the COVID, uh, I really think that they're going to be seeing some blitz packages like they haven't seen this year. And I believe that uh, it's going to be a long day for the Raiders offense. Um, you know, I, I look for the us to maintain our game plan, spread it out. We don't have to go for the long ball all the time. We're able to um, utilize the tight ends, you know, with, with Brayton, Gronkowski. Of course, like I said, we have Jones, um, Fournette back in the lineup, Godwin, Evans. This is really the first week, I believe, that we have no injuries to report of any significance that's going to hamper uh, our offense from going out there and, and controlling the game. And the difference this year, well, one of the differences this year, of course, is the defense really maturing and coming into their own and the speed that they have uh, cars in for a long, long game. I know we're playing John Gruden's team. Knows a lot of the players here from the, from the Buccaneers after uh, coaching down here for a while. So he does have a relationship with Brady after that tuck, uh, rule came into effect in the playoff game when he was coaching Oakland years ago. So a lot of history, but I think when it's all said and done, if the Bucks just follow their game plan and go out there and um, you know don't try to don't try to um, you know, do things that you don't have to do, run the ball, hit some screens, throw the ball to some backs out of the backfield, maybe have McCoy come in, catch a few passes, and of course just keep the defense. And uh, keep the uh, Raiders' offense in check. We should come away with another victory, pushing it to um, five and two. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I, I think that, uh, like last week, I thought that we should have been favored against the the Packers instead of the underdog. This this week, we are the favorites. I don't think it will be a blowout. I think it'll be a pretty good game. But I I don't see any reason why the Bucks shouldn't be able to come out with a victory and push their record to a 
division leading five and two. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, how do you think that uh, if you look at the Brady Rogers matchup, did you think that Rogers just wasn't in his game having an off day? Do you think our defense had a lot to do with that? Uh, why do you think that we were able to subdue the Packers offense the way we did? We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to um, check in an email, sports at power901.com. If you want to go to uh, the phone lines, call in 877-448-7901. Um, definitely get your call. Let us know what you think. We'll be right back to talk more Tampa Bay sports. You listen to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Continuing to talk about the NFL. Of course, we broke down the uh, Bucks and Oakland game. We want to talk about a couple other games on the slate this weekend that um, seem to be of interest. The Steelers are 5-0 and and they're going to be playing at Tennessee, who's also 5-0. and uh, Of course, the Steelers don't get a bye week because of their cancellation, because of the Tennessee Titans from several weeks ago having to close down their facility, thus canceling the game. So uh, this is a, a matchup that you have two undefeated teams. Of course, Tennessee's running back, Derrick Henry, has almost 600 yards on the ground. He's leading all rushers this year. But the Steelers' defense, the run defense, is second uh, in the NFL, allowing only 66 yards per game, which um, you know should be an interesting matchup. The question is going to be is how well Tennessee's quarterback, Ryan Tannenhill, can uh, keep on track when you have the um, Steelers' defenders in his face all afternoon. They're going to have some blitzing, just like we do, uh, with the Bucks, the Steelers are a very good defensive team, and they have some um, some blitzing schemes that are going to give Tannehill fits, I believe. And uh, it should be a good game. Of course, the Roethlisberger coming off of last year's injuries, having a great uh, comeback year. You have Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, I look for him to have a good game this week. And the uh, other wide receiver there, uh, Chase Claypool, is having a breakout year. So... It should be a close game. I do think that um, the Titans' offense is a little bit underrated. I think they um, are a little bit better than some people think, but I don't think they're going to be a match for the Steelers' defense. I look for the Steelers to win that game and go to 5-0. and uh, The other game, um, the Panthers, who are 3-3, three and three, are playing at the Saints, who are 3-2. and two. Um you know, I, I guess at this point, you have to say no one really expected the Saints team to just be a half a game up on the on the Panthers squad that was really overalled from top to bottom this season. So, um, you know, I don't know if it's a, a matter of Drew Brees and Father Time catching up to him 
or, um, you know, I mean, you have Alvin Kamara. I mean, he's still he's still one of the best backs in the NFL right now. So it's just a matter of, of them having to, I think, get a couple breaks that they haven't gotten so far this year. And, you know, because it's kind of reboot and, um, you know, watch a couple interceptions that they threw. Like I said, Breeze, he's still a top 10 quarterback in the league right now. And uh, they'll be going against Teddy Bridgewater. So I think in the end, if you look at this game, when it comes right down to it, I, I think that the Saints will rebound and, and beat the Panthers by about a touchdown uh, this weekend. Uh, one of the other games that we talked about, the um, Packers that got trounced by our Bucks last weekend, they'll be at the Texans. Texans are 1-5 this year. Um, I'm going to look for the Packers to rebound, and it should be a close game, but I do think that the Packers will win this game. You have the Lions at the Falcons. Uh, Lions 2-3, and three, Falcons 1-5. Uh, really enough said about that one. The, the Falcons finally won a game last week. Um, it's going to say which Todd Gurley is going to show up for the Falcons and um, you know see what happens with them. I think that if you, if, if you look at who's going to win that game, I'm going to say that the um, the Lions will probably pull that game out, although I hope that Matty Ryan has a good game for me in my fantasy football league. Uh, Cowboys at the Wash well, at the Washington football team can't say Redskins anymore, I suppose. So, um, you look at the NFC East or NFC least, if you want to call it. Um, <laughs> first place in that division right now are the Eagles at two, four, and one. So I'm not sure if this game the Cowboys. Of course, Prescott had that terrible injury, um, so he, he's out. And you have Dalton carrying the So all eyes are going to be on the uh, defensive line of the Washington football team uh, versus Dallas's offensive line. So, you know, I think Dallas has some good backups there with Zach Martin and everything. Uh, of course, Washington has Montez Sweet and Chase Young, so they could have a good day against Dalton and that offensive line. Um, if, you, if you look at right now what you need to look at, Dallas needs to win this game. There's no way around it. I think if you look at the NFC East like we just talked about, the it's up for grabs, no doubt. Terrible division, probably the worst uh, in football f- for a number of years. How, f- no matter how far back you want to go, I think that when you have a team that's two, four, and one that's leading the division, it speaks volumes of what's going on there. So it's wide open. I do think that the Cowboys will find a way to win this game. I think it's going to be a sloppy, low-scoring game. However, after losing, I don't believe that the Cowboys can afford to lose another game. It's almost a um, must-situation game, must-win game, especially when you have your owner, Jerry Jones, looking over your shoulder. Mike McCarthy, uh, you know, he's got to be hearing some rumblings. I know that other people, other shows that you want to listen to, they're really saying that it was a bad hire for them to go out and get McCarthy. So uh, I do think that the Cowboys will win. 
along that division, let's talk for a second about the game last night with the Eagles. Um, Eagles-Giants, it was a close game. I mean, it was you have two teams there that really haven't performed well this year. Although the uh, Eagles came out with a win, they had to come back from behind. Carson Wentz had some great plays to get his team to rally from, I think it was 11 points down with a little over five minutes to go in the game. They found a way to win. Uh, you know, I'll say what you will about, about Wentz. I think that uh, his biggest downfall, if you will, I mean, he, he's tough. He's a tough guy. He'll... You know, he's not afraid to run with the ball even after the injury that he had. He looks for ways to win. I think sometimes he looks to make plays that really aren't there to make up for the lack of depth that they have on the field right now. Um, he, he, you can only do so much with the players that you have. He's out there playing with third string receivers and running backs, so he's going to just try to make some plays sometimes that he maybe he shouldn't. It just doesn't, uh, the defense isn't giving that play at that time. And he does have a huge arm, and sometimes you have quarterbacks that have huge arms. Talk about Brett Favre, he was a gunslinger like that. You just believe sometimes that you can throw the ball up there and let your receivers go get it. And that does work in certain situations, but it hasn't, for the most part, they're off to a disappointing start this year. But with that NFC East, it is wide open, and it should come down to Dallas and Philly again this year. And, of course, with Dallas losing their starting quarterback, Dak Prescott, it should give the Eagles an advantage. But the um, first game this week, the Eagles did win. So um, they do sit up on top in that NFC least division. Uh, we talked about the Bucks and we talked about the Raiders game. The other game that we want to talk about a little bit are the Chiefs and Broncos. Um, KC's going to win this game, no doubt. I, I look for them to win probably by at least a touchdown. Um, you know, Mahomes has multiple passing touchdowns in each of the games. I don't look for that to stop right now. I do think it'll be a, 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 a decent game for a while, but I think that the Chiefs in the long run um, are going to win. They picked up Le'Veon Bell as well in the past week and a half. He's going to add to the offensive power that they already uh, have existing. So the uh, Chiefs will win that game. Look at the 49ers at the Patriots. That's an interesting game. That's a 4 o'clock matchup on Sunday. You have the Patriots who are 2-3, and three, and you have the 49ers that are 3-3. Three and three. If you look, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo used to be a Patriot. Um, you have, uh, of course, Bill Belichick there. The comparisons, well, was the Patriots winning because of Belichick or because of Brady? If you look at their record right now, the Patriots 2-3. and three. They could easily go 2-4. and four. Um, Brady on the other end is 4-2. and two, So I don't know if you want to look into it and say it was because of Brady at that point. But uh, right now, the Patriots can't afford to lose and go to 2-4. and four. Uh like I said, Garoppolo's a quarterback of the 49ers. Um, you know, he, he's he's averaging a little under eight yards per attempt this year. Uh, I, I do look for um, I do look for the Patriots to win this game out of necessity, if nothing else, on Sunday. And then you have um, yeah, you have the Jaguars at the Chargers. Both teams are. Um, Jags are one and five. Chargers are one and four. So we're going to gloss over that game and go to the next game, which is going to be um, 
the Seahawks and the Cardinals. That's the Sunday night game that was replacing the Bucks because they were going to be the Sunday night game. Uh, Cardinals four and two, Seahawks five and zero. Oh. Seahawks may be the best team in the NFC. Um, you know, you really with Russell Wilson out there, he's having a uh, MVP type season. Uh, he's playing someone um, who really mirrors him, in my opinion, with Kyler Murray uh, for the Cardinals. I mean, he's he's out there. He's uh, you know, even though Wilson has nineteen touchdown passes. Murray's out there, and he's um, he's playing almost just as well. If you look at his ability to scramble in the first six games, uh, they picked up Hopkins as a receiver. Uh, they're really a force to be reckoned with right now. And I, I'll tell you, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals uh, upset the Seahawks in this game. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they are going to win this game. So. Uh, those are the games, and of course, you have Monday night. You have the Bears, who are five and one, playing at the Rams, which are four and two. One of these two teams, uh, they've both played some weak opponents in the first six weeks of this season. So, I think one of these two teams is going to get um, uh, a win. Obviously, the other one's going to be exposed as maybe not so strong as their record may indicate. I think it's really a must game for the Rams. Like I said, they're four and two. They do have defensive tackle Aaron Donald, who is just a um, wrecking ball on defense. The um, the Bears are playing great with Nick Foles. Uh, you know, Nick goes out there and it stretches. Looks like he, you know, is a Super Bowl winner. Other times he goes out there and you realize why he's a backup quarterback. So, uh, depending on how he plays, that's probably going to be pretty much how the game goes. I think if I had to pick one in that game, I would go with the Rams again, winning out of necessity. Uh, so that's the NFL wrap-up for me. I, I think that it um, should be a great weekend of football. I hope that the uh, Bucks are able to win the game earlier. So we'll be right back on the Power 90.1. You are in the gymnasium. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back. And we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. We're in the Above the Rim session here, the Jimmy B Sports Show. Of course, we're talking about a little bit of college football. Florida State had a huge win over then ranked number five North Carolina last week. They're up in uh, Louisville this weekend trying to uh, improve their record. Coach Norville has them going in the right direction. Should be a good game up there. Of course, the Florida Gators are still off with the uh, closing of the practice facilities and with the <coughs> COVID up there. They'll resume hopefully next week. Uh, the Army-Navy game, which has always been in Philadelphia, has been um, set to be played December 12th. And that will be uh, at West Point. 
So West Point Army is going to host um, that game. The Big Ten is getting back to playing this week. Um, you now you have some teams, Minnesota, uh, Michigan should be a very good game to watch if you're um, looking for the Big Ten predictions. Of course, you have to talk about Ohio State. Uh, Fields as a quarterback there is is one of the best in the country. So you have uh, Ohio State. You also, of course, want to talk about Penn State, uh, even though a couple of their star players are not playing. Micah opted out for the season. Um, so I, I think that as they start playing this week, it'll be interesting to see if a later start for the Big Ten is going to actually help them or or hurt them. I mean, you, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, the big game, I believe, this weekend it will be number nine Cincinnati playing at number sixteen SMU. I look for uh, SMU to to win that game. It should be a good day of some college football. It's good to see most of the teams getting back to be playing. Um, I don't know how they're expecting to get a uh, nine-game schedule in nine straight weeks. I, I don't. I don't foresee it happening. Unfortunately, with everything that's going on, uh, with some cancellations with these colleges, I think if you have a bubble scenario like you did with the NHL with the Lightning, it can be done as it was done. Same thing with the NBA, the bubble scenario here in Orlando enabled them to finish their season, have the playoffs, crown a champion. Um, baseball is going to two different locations as that worked for the playoffs. And the World Series, of course, is in a um, one of those locations in Arlington, Texas. So, But when you have uh, colleges and you have um, student athletes, I think it's a whole different animal. And I think it's going to be very hard for them to unfortunately um, – finish the whole eight, nine game um, schedule that they have. I'm hoping I'm wrong, hoping that um, they, they can finish and, and get some good ball games and have some type of uh, a playoff system. We'll see what happens. We'll stay tuned and talk more about that. Uh, I just want to close on saying something. Um, there's been talk about Antonio Brown. His suspension is up after the uh, week seven. He's able to play. Uh, there are some people talking about him looking at different teams, Seattle being one of them, um, the Buccaneers being another one of them. I want to go on record as saying I really hope that the Buccaneers do not sign Antonio Brown. Um, I, I think that the chemistry that the Bucks have right now uh, is one of getting better each week. They're going in the right direction. I think that Antonio Brown is a, a heck of a talent. I think he's got um, uh, mad skills, and when his head is right, he is um, one of the top receivers in the league. But the big if is when his head is right, and it hasn't been right for a while, and I don't think that him being away from the, from the game for several months has done much to change that. And I, I do think that um, uh, I know that he played with Brady for a, for a cup of coffee up there in New England, I think that, um, you know, maybe Brady has some influence over Arians to sit down and talk to him. I hope that uh, when it's all said and done, that he does not come down here and play at one buck place. I, I think that our team's going in the right direction, like I said. And uh, 
know, let him go to a different team. We'll be happy to play against him. I'm not worried about our defense playing against him. So uh, with all that said, hope you guys have a uh, great weekend. Hopefully the Rays can find a way to win tonight, find a way to win tomorrow, go up on the Dodgers series and bring another title back to Tampa, start calling the title town down here in Tampa Bay. The Bucks. let's hope that they make some right decisions and keep going and find a way to win against the Raiders this weekend and um, hope that no one gets hurt and let's get all the games in and keep playing. Everyone stay safe, stay vigilant. Above all, stay positive. Thank you for listening to the Jimmy B Show. I've been your host, Jim Barron. Appreciate all of your comments and our questions. Um, and again, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next time on the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.